This episode is brought to you by Novilla Mattresses. When it comes to your mother, you want her sleeping in a comfortable bed. When she's with me, she won't have to worry about that because I sleep on a Novilla mattress. Let me tell you, when your mom is at my place, she is sleeping on a very comfortable mattress and she is going to get you one as well. Meet their Bliss Organic Memory Foam Mattress. Perfect for those who want a cool, dry, undisturbed sleep throughout the night, made with organic bamboo charcoal fiber, excellent motion isolation, cooling gel-infused memory foam that fits all bed frames and is reasonably priced. Perfect for if you want an inexpensive mattress for you, your children, or even for your guest room. It comes in a box delivered right to your door, and you get 100 nights to try it out. Skip that trip to the big box mattress store and get a mattress from Novilla. Throw out that cheap Walmart mattress you got in college and get yourself a mattress made by Novilla. Using promo code SHWEEZY or the link in our description, you can save 10% on any purchase through Novilla directly. Try out the mattress that your mom tried out last night. Again, that's 10% off using promo code SHWEEZY. And a reminder, when you use our links, you directly support this show. Hello, and what is going on, my fellow Shwoke Lords? What is up? Welcome. Welcome back to another episode of Cancel Shweezy. What's going on, folks? How's it been? How's, how's, it been? how's it been going for everyone? I have been putting this off all day today, and uh, it's going to be a late one. But then maybe another late one. I might have two late ones. I don't know. It's just going to uh, be like that. Be like that sometimes. What? Uh, but it do, but, uh, but you made it to the show. Welcome to the Cancel Shweezy, better known as the, the Lord's trademark favorite podcast. What's going on? Uh, not much on my end. It was my mom's birthday, so, and, uh, for her birthday, I decided, I'm like, you know, well, like, you know, I was like, I'll make her a cake or something like this year because it was just Christmas, and she told me what she wants. Long story short, I'm looking for a good one. Uh, it's gonna be a while. Um, but as a gift, I'm like, well, I could, I could like make a cake or something like that. And I remember her saying something like she, she mentioned like, you know, I like pie way more than cake, you know, and I'm not here to get into that debate. You know, it's every person can do it. I like both, you know, I, I don't have a preference for either. Uh, but anyways, I'm like, you always get a cake every year. Why don't and you're said probably like high moral. How come you've never said anything about it? So, uh, Basically, I was like, I'll just make you a pie. And um, I know she likes pecan, pecan and cherry. So then she chose cherry that said the pie she wanted. So I made her a uh, pre-made pie crust. The, the pie crust was terrible. It's, I think it was the store brand pie crust. Uh, and like half of it was broken. But I'm like patching it together. I'm like a little surgeon there. Uh, it's not big enough for the plate I have. I probably could have rolled it out. And even like when I got it, I don't even think it tasted that, to me, that good. Uh, without me, like, putting sugar on it, too. So I made the cherries. You know, I followed Claire from Tasty's Guide on it, you know, on how to make it. And threw it in the, assembled it through in the oven. And Mom says the, the best cake-type thing she's ever gotten for her birthday. So it all worked out in the end. Uh, in the end, it doesn't even matter. But, like, I don't know. I realized uh, I'm not that into cherry pie. Uh, or at least sour cherry pie. Uh, that's what I made. That she liked it. So, anyways, though, that's, you know, that's that, you know, you figuring out guitar fretwork. Uh, 
And uh, I don't know what that's going to mean me to. I just get into weird hobbies and stuff like that. I got a guitar, and I'm, like, trying to figure out, uh, you know, basically I got this guitar really cheap, but I like the body. The nice thing about guitars is uh, you can just research how to do anything with them. And so, like, I'm just, like, researching, uh, you know, and stuff like that. So I got found this guitar. I got it for really cheap. Uh, it was, like, less than $100, and it was, like, a pretty guitar, but, like, I, something had to be wrong with it I didn't notice at first. I noticed one, there's a lot of, you know, frets aren't that good, um, aren't that leveled, and so, like, the only way you could really play it well is with, like, high action, so uh, I'm trying to figure out the action. I don't know how many of you are guitar players. So anyways, though, I like getting parts guitars, and so I just keep getting into hobbies uh, all the time and stuff like that. Uh, you know... Some people call them hobbies. Uh, you can call it an addiction. Uh, you can call it a wine tasting, or you can call it having a drinking problem. Uh, you know, what is a hobby that is not... What am I saying? I don't know. I think... What was I even... I was like trying to make some grand point, but I think I just lost it. Some big grand point. Oh. Anyways, though, that, that thought left me. That, that thought... That's just whew, way out the window. Uh, and it was a uh, cancel Sweezy, the podcast uh, that is that faces the, these kind of things with the sense of a uh, poison rationality. Uh, that's going to come. That's foreshadowing. Unless you read the bio of the podcast already, then you probably already got an idea of what that was about. Uh, I mean, I have like a really good thing to say. Sometimes I just think I have really good things to say, and to be honest with you, they're, they're at its most just things to say, uh, because thoughts be like that sometimes, and it do. Uh, quotes, quotes for the great right there. Uh, anyways, though, um, yeah, a lot of things you can do. Uh, be, be more email, you know, like that. Go check out my music. Under Shweezy, you know where you get music at. I'm on social media, at the Shweezy, it's the same one. You know where you get social media at. I don't have to tell you that. I don't. I also don't have to tell you, twitch.tv slash the Shweezy. Uh, every Thursday I do stream. Um, figuring out kind of what I do every Thursday right now. Uh, I did I did go back to Pokemon after Fall Guys. I'm sorry, It's uh, I'm addicted. And uh, yeah, but others like that. Other games, too. Figuring out what games to play. I prob- I'm probably kind of want to just be a Pokemon. T- I really like to be just a Pokemon channel, to be honest with you. But I don't know what's going on there. But if you have an Amazon Prime account, connect it to your Twitch account. You basically get a subscribe. Uh, like I try to explain, a uh, to follow anyone on Twitch is free, but to subscribe to someone is a way you can financially support someone over on Twitch. And uh, you basically get a $5 credit from your Amazon Prime account that you're already paying for every month. Why don't you just connect the two and help a good old daddy out? That's my hole. That's where it fits. So, yeah, lots to, lots to think about there. Of course, we do have a Patreon page where you can uh, help us out. It's basically just a chip tip jar right now saying uh, thank you for being a friend. Travel down this road back again. But don't forget to do the free shit. Subscribe, especially if you are an audio platform. Subscribe there. And if you're on the audio platform, make sure you go check out our YouTube page as well. Make sure you are a subscriber there as well. We post our highlights of the show, which is all the cool segments uh, edited down neatly and tidily for your convenience. So thank you for that. And obviously, 
leave a re- review. Give us a five, four, three, two, or one star rating. Don't be, don't be stingy. Come on, Mark. Don't be stingy. Anyways, though, he persisted. Uh, never, nevertheless, nevertheless, fucking, he persisted. Uh, yeah, look that that stuff right there. Uh, anyways, what was I say? How can you love butt drugs? That's fun. It's another fun thing to say. Well, I had like so much. So many things you want to talk about. It was just like, you just have like f- fading, classic, you know, speeches or whatever, and it just, just goes away. It just goes away. Yeah. Okay. Um, back to the show. I think I'm, I'm trying to write right. Be like, hey, this time of show, just start talking, you know, just, just see what happens. Uh, fill it, we're filling in time. And stuff like that, so keep talking. Because I'm always on rants anyway, so I'm trying to, like, not necessarily shorten the episodes, but leave more room for my rants in the episodes. So that's, you know, it's, it's, it's all exciting from here. Oh, I remembered one thing I wrote. So just in the middle of the podcast, I wasn't going to remember I said it. I said, next week we're going to have a beach theme. Uh, and I'm definitely going to remember that. And I'm going to tell you, I didn't remember it. I got lucky. That I was, st- I stumbled through it when editing down the uh, the highlights. Uh, very lucky. So we're on the beach today. So if you're listening, uh, you don't get to hear the ocean sounds behind us. And if uh, you are watching the video, you still don't because I it's an audio thing, and I'm not going to edit those in because I don't want to. So uh, suck on that. What? And uh, boats and hose. So anyways, I'm just going to go. So let's go into previous week right now. What is previous week right now, you may be asking? Well, what I am here to tell you is previous week right now is what we're going to be doing. We're going to be going over the previous week right now. Honestly, it's like a shortened version of we're going over the previous week right now. And that it's basically just a shortened version of that. Uh, science is powerful. I identify as a fucking threat. All right, so let's, let's get into this. We're real, real chasing news today, folks. Real chasing news here over at Cancel Sweezy. So we wanted to make sure you were in on that. Uh, Tucker Carlson rips menthol cigarette ban, says nicotine frees your mind. What? Uh, Fox News host Tucker Carlson has claimed that nicotine frees your mind while lashing out at bans on menthol cigarettes. During the Friday night edition of his popular opinion show, Tucker Carlson Tonight, Carlson argued that it was a human right to purchase any kind of cigarette. He suggested that menthol cigarette bans were being pushed by those seeking power rather than over concerns. Uh, the products are killing people by causing cancer and other illnesses. Uh, Carlson also said that an unspecified they who hate tobacco were trying to push THC, the primary psychoactive ingredient in marijuana, on children because it makes people compliant and passive. Why do they hate tobacco, said Carlson? It's not because they hate that it causes cancer. They don't care about your health. They hate nicotine. They love THC. They're promoting weed to your children, but they're not letting you use tobacco or even non-tobacco nicotine devices, which don't cause cancer. Uh, when, why do they hate nicotine? Oh, my, they misspelled why. 
Uh, he continued, uh, because nicotine frees your mind and THC makes you compliant and passive. That's why they hate it. It's a real threat to them. The Food and Drug Administration, uh, FDA, proposed a nationwide ban on menthol cigarettes last year. State-level bans has on flavored tobacco products, including menthol cigarettes, have been enacted in California and Massachusetts, while other states have been mulling similar regulations. There is no evidence that nicotine, which is highly addictive, frees your mind or offers any other benefit. Cigarette smoking is the leading preventable cause of death in leading preventable cause of death in the U.S., accounting for over 480. Thousand deaths per year, according to the Center for Diseases Control and Prevention. Nicotine alone does not cause cancer, although it has been conclusively shown that dozens of other carcinogenic chemicals found in tobaccos do. Uh, vaping nicotine also poses health risks, with additional research still needed to understand the potential long-term effects, according to the CDC. Although the link between cigarettes and cancer is well established, Carlson's Carl Carlson's argument argued that a a lot of things cause cancer while speaking against limits on tobacco, pointing out items that could potentially be causes. Of course, a lot of things cause cancer, Carlson said. Probably more than we know potentially cell phones cause cancer, potentially diet soda causes cancer. They do in rats. Uh, they're not banned. How come? Carlson said that cell phones and diet soda, neither of which have been credibly shown to cause cancer in humans, remain available due to campaign contributions to keep them legal. So... You know, what? why is Tucker Carlson, you know, you, I kind of, you know, you understand what kind of rants he's going to go on. You understand, like, Tucker Carlson, like, uh, you know, it's going to be some nonsense. And usually you just expect it to be Republican. And now, uh, for some fucking reason, all forms of life are, uh, are the woke, trying to take control of your minds or some shit. Uh, it's just... Nicotine frees your mind. Frees your mind. Uh, I mean, I, I will. I will give this the cigarettes credit. Uh, I could nicotine. I just can't get into nicotine. I try it. I've I've really tried it, folks. I really tried it. I just can't get into it. I don't know. I don't know what it is. Uh, I just I just can't do nicotine. I also do take heavy antidepressants too. So uh, getting into things is a little different for me. If you, if you want to know what I mean. Woo. <laughs> Um, but, so, I do want to say, though, now, the, the thought I had is that, uh, you can smoke a cigarette, if that's your thing, if your thing is smoking cigarettes, then you can do that while you work, you know, it's not going to affect the way you work ever, you know, for the most part, unless your, unless your job is breathing for a human being, uh, then, uh, your lungs, your lungs don't get that right, but, but, like, uh, like, you could, like, I can smoke a cigarette and do a job and do it very well, it's, uh, that's a cool concept, but, like, you can't just, like, smoke a joint and then be like, Hello, sir. I am going to put new wheels on your car. Because that, that's kind of scary. Um, you, sh you shouldn't do that. Uh, so that's that's something that's cool about cigarettes. I'm trying to talk up cigarettes, but, like, at the same time, is menthols, aren't those black people's cigarettes? You know? That's why I like, well, that's why I like to say to kids, though. It's just like... Uh, you know, buy a kid a, a gift or something. Like, I don't know what kind of cigarette she likes, so I just got her some menthols. Uh, those are my favorite. I don't know what kind of cigarette she liked. You know, it's like a child, you know. Uh, my cousin's kid, uh, she got him, and I think she listened to it because I looked at some of the stats and I saw that her town was, her town was in the listeners, so it's either her or her husband. I, I know. 
uh, no, I saw she's listening to this. Uh, she bought her son uh, for her birthday a like switch, and I saw Pokemon games were with them, and uh, I am ready to whoop that child's ass in Pokemon because it's fun. If he cries more than Mary, I'm like, it's okay that you lost. You shouldn't cry. Losers don't. Cr- Are you gonna be a real loser and keep crying? And he was like, I did lose. I'm like, man, I've been I've been playing this centuries before. A century before you were born. <laughs> came out in the nineties. Was it the? I I've been playing this game since the last century. Uh, we're on. The, we're still on the cut. We're twenty three years into this. Yeah, and I've been playing Pokemon longer than that. It's. He's like I. He he figured I had a cousin who is a bus driver, so that's really cool. I like that kid though. He's a cool kid. Um. I have no clue where these fucking rants are going anymore. Uh, trains leave the station. We don't know where it's going, folks. I was talking about my little cousin getting ready to whoop him Pokemon. And then I'm like, what was the point I was trying to make? Uh, and someone's listening to this, and you're just like, you fucking... And I'm like, I'm, you know, I don't think we're getting back to it. Um, yeah, you can't... Yeah, I mean... Is is the freeze your mind? I don't see that freeze your mind. Um, I guess that I, I guess if you're talking like red pill, you know, or was it blue pilling or whatever they're calling it, uh, you know, it would make sense. You know, I would say uh, freeze your mind. But like, I feel like all nicotine does is just like oh, this makes me feel comfortable, and uh, you get do it so much as like I need to feel comfortable all the time this point it just screws you up like that's what nicotine does uh like weed uh, weed makes you compliant i'm like weed makes you not anything it literally just makes you just alcohol i think alcohol does make you feel good it's another type of good uh i'd say weed's more relaxed alcohol is good and sometimes to be relaxed is good for some people you know um and then there's like the cocaines and there's the other those just make you do work that's more that's the is that the free your mind no that's like the trade shop worship <laughs> workers and it was so tucker carlson something i saw a picture of him fucking an intimate one of the m&ms so, i don't know it was ai art or whatever i saw it fucking the m&m uh and i'm like i'm sending this to other people because i had to see it i sent that photo to other people because i had to look at it and that was not fair to me Anyway, so that's fucking Dr. Carlson's menthol cigarettes. We move on. Well, folks, I chime in with a haven't you people ever heard of. Uh, from Variety, Panic at the Disco announces Split. It's been a hell of a journey. Panic at the Disco, the pop rock band that formed in Las Vegas nearly 20 years ago and gradually became a solo vehicle for frontman Brendan Urie, announced on Tuesday morning that the group will end after its forthcoming European tour. Yuri says he and his wife are expecting their first child, and I am going to bring this chapter of my life to an end and put my focus and energy on my family. And with that, Panic at the Disco will be no more. The final tour begins in Vienna on February 20th and concludes in Manchester, England on March 10th. Yuri's statement follows below in full. Well, it's been a hell of a journey. Growing up in Vegas, I could have never imagined where this life would take me. So many places all over the world and all the friends we've made along the way. 
but sometimes a journey must end for a new one to begin. We've been trying to keep it to ourselves though. Some of you may have heard Sarah and I are expecting a baby very soon. The prospect of being a father and getting to watch my wife become a mother is both humbling and exciting. I look forward to this next adventure. That said, I am going to bring this chapter of my life to an end and put my focus and energy on my family. And with that, Panic at the Disco will be no more. Thank you for all for immense support over the years. I've sat here trying to come up with the perfect way to say, and I truly can't put into words how much it has meant to me. Uh, to, meant to us. Us. Meant to me. I'm reading that right. Whether you've been here since the beginning or are just finding us, it has been a pleasure to not only share the stage with so many talented people, but also share our time with you. I'm looking forward so, to seeing everyone in Europe and the UK for one last run together. I love you. I appreciate you. Thank you for existing. The group, which released seven albums, formed in 2004 when Yuri and co-founders Ryan Ross, Spencer Smith, and Brent Wilson were in high school. Their first album, A Fever You Can't Sweat Out, was released the following year and, driven by the hit single, I Write Sins Not Tragedies, quickly vaulted them into stardom. The album was certified triple platinum and the group cleaned up at the MTV Video Music Awards the following year. However, Wilson left the band and before the release of their sophomore efforts, Pretty Odd, was represented a change of musical direction. Ultimately, Yuri and Smith were the sole remaining founders. Two more albums, Vices and Virtues, with Yuri and Smith playing all the instruments, and Too Weird to Live, Too Rare to Die, followed before Smith left unofficially in 2013, and for good in 2015, however, the band had long since become Yuri's solo vehicle. Two more albums followed in interspersed with Yuri appearing on Broadway in a leading role in Cindy Lauper's musical Kinky Boots. He has collaborated with many musicians over the years, ranging from Fall Out Boy to more recently Taylor Swift doing what her duetting with her and appearing in the elaborate video for her 2018 hit Me. He relaunched Panic last year with the album in single Viva Las Vengeance and followed with the tour, but the band failed to reach its previous peaks. With Yuri as the sole constant member of the band, it is unclear what the distinction between Panic and his future projects will be, but a Apparently, he felt the name is no longer representative, and at the age of 35, decided it's time to move on from it. So, here's one thing that's weird. Like, I'm almost 30. He's, like, 35. And, like, thinking about that, I'm like, oh, those that's not too far apart. And, uh, and like, I think back to, like, he was, I was a little kid, but he was the big person on the TV. So, that's weird. Um, so, so many fucking memes have come out about this, like... For real, just panic of the disco announcement split, and people people are just fucking posting memes. There's like Brendan Yuri in a meeting with himself, deciding like I'm gonna end panic at the disco. Like he's just fucking by himself. He's like I'm gonna end panic at the disco. Uh, he's like okay, man, you do okay, man, do that. You know, it's like there's like, like no one. Um, the he, you want to hear the sad thing? There probably was a meeting about it. But it wasn't a band meeting. It was like a meeting with a manager and like a record rep- record label representative, you know. That was probably the meeting to break up Panic at the Disco, if you want to be honest with us. It was probably just that. And, you know, people like to give a lot of hate to Brendan Yuri uh, in Panic at the Disco in recent years. And like everyone's like a Ryan Ross stand now uh, in regards to this. Um, I-, I do want to say something here. Um, we're going to be serious. If, you know, when when it would have been Brendan Urie as the only member of Panic! at the Disco, 
would y'all be mad if he just, if everything from that point, you know, when he was the only member, all that music started, ended up being released under Brendan Yuri, his name, uh, or Yuri, you know, one of the two. Like, it was just under that, all these songs under names, like old, like Frank Sinatra type tunes, like under just Brendan Yuri. Would people be upset? No, I think, I think the idea, it's like, oh, it's, it's a one-man band now, and Brendan kicked everyone out and stuff like that so he could be a solo project, but kept the name. Like, shut, let's shut the fuck up. I don't, I don't give a shit. Um, yeah, see, I feel like so many more people would be like, you know, I like this music, even though it's not that name anymore. I think they kept the name because I think a lot of that happened. They were just very, very, you know, they're on top, you know, and they didn't want to stop. Uh, so... Yeah, it's a weird game, but people like, but people know Brendan Urie and Panic at the Disco. They don't just call him. Oh, that's Panic at the Disco. You know, that's his name. And you're like, you know, that's a band, but it's just him. I always, I always get annoyed with a lot, a lot of artists like that. Some, some get a pass, some don't. When it's like, you know, I like, I've been grinning into the band, uh, Honey Revenge. It's really good, uh, and I think it's a duo. It's a, it's a girl and a guy. I know. <laughs> He was a boy, she was a girl, can't make it any more obvious. You know, that's the band, so clearly the singer's name's Devin. I don't know what the other guy's name is. Um, I'm the, um, hopefully those proton- pronouns are correct. Um, just saying, hopefully, hopefully I didn't get, in, get anything wrong there. Uh, but, yeah, you, but, like, I obviously know that's not there. Like, this, just the singer's name, and that guy's just there, you know? I know it's a band name. Uh, Marion Hill's another one. Like, it sounds like it's the singer, just the singer's name. And I'm like, I'm not Marion. This is the band name. So I, I always get weirder when the band name is, it can sound like a person's name. But Panic at the Disco does not sound like a person's name. So you would not confuse Brennan Urias. Hey, that's Panic at the Disco. Like that guy. So that's a weird band name as well. Uh, Leonard Skinner's an old one, you know. You know what I'm talking about. Um, so, anyways, though. Um, I guess, like, I just don't get the Brendan Urie hate. Like, either he said something transphobic. He's pansexual, though. Like, I don't, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what he said. Also, I feel like a lot of people are reacting. But, but also at the same time, if at that time it went to just being a Brendan Urie solo project and they called it Brendan Urie, would you be mad? That's the question. Would you be mad? Oh, that sounds like my lips smacking together. Uh, from people, Marie Kondo admits she has kind of given up on extreme tidiness, says uh, her house is messy. Marie Kondo is no longer in love with tidying up. On Thursday, the Queen of Organization revealed in a webinar promoting her latest book, Marie Kondo's Karashi at Home, How to Organize Your Space and Achieve Your Ideal Life, and she has uh, life that she has kind of given up on keeping her home perfectly clean. My home is messy, but the way I am spending my time is the right way for me at this time, at this stage of my life, she said. According to the Washington Post, until up until now, I was a professional tidier, so I did my best to keep my home tidy at all times. Condo 38 continues, I have kind of given up on that in a good way for me. Now I realize that what is important to me is enjoying spending time with my children at home. Kondo welcomed her third child, a boy in 2021. She and her husband, Takumi Kawaha, Kawaha, I'm sorry, 
uh, whom she wet in 2012, also shares daughters Satsuki and Miko. Uh, the author became a household name for her KonMari method of organization, which helped her many followers clear their homes of clutter and, or, according to Kondo, transform their lives. Her best-selling book, 2011's Life-Changing Magic of Tidying Up, has sold more than 10 million copies and has been translated into 40 languages. Her 2019 Netflix series, Tidying Up, was a viral hit. Celebrities who have tried to KonMari their homes in her latest book, which she first published in November 2022, Connor discusses the Japanese idea, uh, idea of Karashi, of way of life. Tidying up means dealing with all the things in your life, and author uh, and author writes per the post, so what do you really like to put in order? However, she confessed that sometimes I pack my schedule so tightly I feel frazzled or am overcome with anxiety. In 2020, uh, Kanda spoke to people about her former perfectionist tendencies and how they negatively impacted her before she changed her ways. There was a time when my schedule was so packed I was physically and mentally exhausted. I also happened to be pregnant with my first child and pressure took toll on my body. Kanda told people sometimes I couldn't control my emotions and would burst into tears at the end of the day. I used to be a perfectionist, but it became difficult to maintain that standard after having my children. So much was out of my control. She explained, I hope my openness out of the subject will help others to ease up on the impossible standards I gave up on perfectionism a while ago. So, um, why does my first thought go to after reading this article is that, uh, what is Marie Kondo like in bed? And I'm not going to try, folks. I'm not going to try. She has a husband and kids. I'm not, not going to try. But y- you... So there's something happening, because, so, you know, people are, like, tidy and clean and, like, you know, like that, like, because there's only two options here, like, and both options exist, but there's no in-between. It's, uh, sex is exactly what you would expect with someone like that, you know, neat, tidy, clean, you know, you know, stuff like that, uh, so it's either exactly what you're getting or the complete opposite, those are the only two options, and it's, like, she she bends your legs backs, your legs back, and fuck you. Uh, that's what you call. That's what it's. What's the fuck? It's I forgot what it's called. Uh, Amazon's position as oppositions, where it's like she fucks you, but there's no. It's not like a strap on. It's like I hope. I hope. I hope kids aren't listening to the show. Anyways, though, uh, hopefully you heard Marie Kondo, and you're like, I'm fast forwarding to the next part. Uh, it's, it's good. Uh, we're doing great here, folks, over at Kansas Shweezy. Um, things couldn't be better for us. Uh, uh, can I talk about her? Oh, yeah, she, I liked, I liked that idea. Everyone, like, give your shit away, and I'm bad. And honestly, this was kind of a curse on me, because I'm the guy who, like, if it's kind of interesting to me and think I want to have, I'll take it. It's like, I, it's mild hoarding. I'm I'm better now. If I see something, I'm like, I, I really don't need that. Or I do actually. Sometimes I sell it. You know, I'm like, just you could have sold this. Um, or or I try to convince them to just hold on to it and be like, I call dibs on it if I ever need it. Uh, that's the way I live my life. Anyways, uh, I'm not really a Marie Kondo fan, so hopefully. But uh, also, I, I hope that isn't disrespectful. I mean, like, what are they like in bed? Uh, because, you know, uh, I respect the game, you know? Man proposes and God disposes. That, that, that fucking game. That's the game <clears throat> that we all like to, uh, we all like to talk about. And, uh, 
thing on. Have you ever been out in public and thought, hey, look at that fat guy, only for it to turn out to be a mirror and you are in fact the fat guy? That was the moment that kickstarted me into becoming the greatest health expert the world has ever seen. But I wasn't born being built different. Like Joe Cocker before me, I get by with a little help from my friends. And my friends happen to be today's sponsor, FNX Fitness. FNX Fitness is committed to creating innovative supplements of the highest quality that provide focus for a productive morning, energy to thrive all day, performance supplements for to reach new goals, unique sleep and recovery formulas to support any sport, and healthy supplements to support an active lifestyle for years to come. I also really enjoy their clothing line that makes you look good while you work out as well. Another thing I love about FNX Fitness is that with every purchase, they donate a gallon of water to a child in need. Start working out smarter, not harder, by using the link in our description today you can save 15% on your purchase. Go save 15% on some of the best supplements out there when using the link in our description. And remember, when you use our links, you directly support this show. When you're at the beach, you aren't going there naked, letting everyone see your little shrunken pee pee from being in the water. No, you're wearing some sort of clothing to cover up your privates. So why would you let companies you buy products from have access to the privates of your credit cards? That's where today's sponsor privacy comes becomes the clothing for your credit card information. Privacy is the first payment product that keeps your personal information private while being even more convenient than using a physical payment card online. Privacy empowers you to protect your physical card information. Each merchant you share your card information with puts you more at risk to hackers or data breaches. Why not use a privacy card instead? By creating a virtual card with privacy for each merchant you shop with, your physical card is safe and secure. Privacy cards can be paused or closed at any time, preventing any future transactions from being authorized. Privacy cards can also be single-use, meaning they close after just one authorized transaction. One of my favorite ways to use privacy is for a service with a free trial that requires you to put in a credit card to sign but wait, there's more. By using the link in our description, you can get $5 to spend anywhere. That's money you get to use. So start paying the smart way with privacy. And remember, when you use our links, you directly support this show. Three, two, one. Recording. So, as you all know, I know everything that has ever existed uh, in everything right now. Except sometimes I don't. You know, uh, you give and choose here. So, we're, we're testing my knowledge on everything. A couple weeks ago, we, we did Harry Potter. Do not think that went well. Uh... Video quality. Uh, my knowledge was perfect. Uh, that that didn't fail me. Uh, but today I decided, hmm, you know what I could do? I could show the world that I truly am emo. So today I've pulled up a BuzzFeed quiz because that's how you solve all your problems in the world. Uh, we're on the beach. We're going to do BuzzFeed by the ocean. Um, anyways, here, so BuzzFeed. Uh, if you recognize these 17 song lyrics... You're a real emo kid. So, I do want to challenge myself here that while I do this quiz, I also need to sing along with it. Now, uh, do I have any sort of uh, uh, 
what you would say ingredients in my body right now that could make me be a little goofier? Yes. Uh, so I might not be that good of singing. Uh, uh, and I'm not going through with fucking Melodyne. Am I more than you bargained for yet? I'm not going to do it. So I'm just going to try to sing good. And uh, we're going to go from there. All right. When I was a young boy, my father took me into the city to see a marching band. That's clearly, clearly, you're starting off on the fucking easy one. The Kings, I bought this CD release day at Walmart. And now I learned that Walmart used to censor their CDs. I remember that now. Anyways, that's Welcome to the Black Parade by My Chemical Romance. Correct. Yeah, you built different. Uh, haven't you people ever heard of closing the goddamn door? No. It's much better to face. That's my karaoke. That's been my karaoke go-to for a minute. Uh, that's clearly the band. That, the band. A, a group that just broke up. Uh, I write since not tragedies by Panic at the Disco, which is probably just gonna be a Brendan Urie cell project from here on out. I should have done this years ago. Correct. Obviously. Um, oh, easy one. Am I more than you bargained for yet? I've been dying to tell you anything you want to hear. Cause that's just who I am this week. Sure, we're going down by Fall Out Boy. New songs have been pretty fucking good, Fall Out Boy. Over that sh that last shit album, Mania or whatever it was called. Shit. And then we discovered Spider-Man and Friends. Fucking Patrick Stump was writing writing follow boy songs for them but where the fuck are the ones for us the adults the ones who grew up with you i'm like that's a back backstabbing traitor shit right there uh the fact that fucking he's writing better for that so sure we're going down correct whoa i never meant to brag but i got him where i want him now oh fun fact about this clearly it's misery business right by Paramore. But anyways, though, you listen to when Machine Gun Kelly did a cover of it, and people were like, why is this not good? And I'm like, one, uh, he's his vocals are not, his are good for the music he actually does, not like uh, when he covers people. It's always, his covers are weird, because he doesn't have a voice to do covers. Uh, and, you know, it's just everyone has limits. Uh, but anyways, though, the thing that annoys me in his misery business, so... Uh, when Haley sings it, she's like, whoa, I never meant to brag. But in Machine Gun Kelly's, it's, whoa, I never meant to brag. So instead of, whoa, he says, whoa. Uh, and the reason why is because he's not the best singer. And scooping on, uh, and at least Melodyne's the one that everyone's been using now, autotune or whatever. Uh, whoa, that's hard to get in tune perfectly and at least sound natural when it does. Uh, but, well, that's why, that's why it sounds weird. Uh, that's anyways, that's nerd stuff. So yeah, misery business, uh, by them. So we got that. Where are you? And I'm so sorry. I cannot sleep. I cannot dream tonight. I need somebody in no ways. Ways. I can't. Sometimes I mess up. Uh, it's fucking, it's fucking, I miss you. It's Blink-22. And it feels weird putting Blink in blink and like emo because they're pop punk because it's like i don't know there's a line between emo and pop punk where it's like some pop punk bands can be emo uh some emo can be considered pop punk but like there's clear emo and then there's clear pop punk and emo 
Uh, emo, I, you know, in my mind, music, you know, you can say it's emo music, but I think it's just, you know, it's the lifestyle, my brothers. That's all it means. So, I am emo, but uh, anyways, well, that's Miss You, because I love Blink. Yeah, but I know I'm different. There's a story at the bottom of this bottle laying on the pen. Dear Maria, count me in. Uh, I remember, I think I'm Facebook friends. Uh, I'll be surprised if you listen to this show. If you listen to the show. Hi, that person. I'm not just not gonna say your name. He was like the uh, he wasn't the in the band, but he was like an accessory player. You know, you know when bands like have just another random guy up there for some reason. You know, it's not that uncommon because like sometimes you, you don't want a new band member, but like you want a hired hand. So you know, I guess he did that stuff for them. Uh, and they're going through sex assault. Like you're not pop punk unless you know the age of consent in a lot of states. That's also true. <laughs> I was watching this fucking YouTube documentary. So it's like a documentary, but not good. Um, and this guy was like, this on, on this guy's Pinterest, what he had, he saved uh, a map of the age of consent in every state. Like, someone, and like, clearly you're like, yeah, I guarantee you someone made that, like a nice little chart to remember. But it's like, like we found it saved in his fucking thing. Anyways, though, uh, yeah, dear, I guess all time low, they got. They're perverts, too. At least someone in that band is. There's a pervert. In, I think at this point, there's a pervert in every band. Hope, and we just hope. Hope it goes. Hope it's not, like, one of the important members. Like, hopefully it's, like, the bass player or something. <laughs> like, I think that's what we're looking for. All right. Dear Maria, count me in. All right. Correct. Hey, don't write yourself off yet. It's only in your head you feel left out or look down on. Band I play with right now does that. It just takes some time. Little girl, you're in the middle of the ride. Everything, everything. It's just such, like, it's so funny that people are just like, it just takes some time. And people are like enjoying it. I'm like, the lyrics are kind of dark. It's like a girl who's probably just broken. And you're like, you're trying, let's try to cheer her up. And, like, you know, it takes some time to figure that. But I sing it with the, uh, the man I play that sings it. So it's a fun song. I like singing it, you know. In all respect to Bleed American by Jimmy Eat World, I'm, like, working on a song. And I've been, like, trying to, you know, my pop punk emo ancestors. I'm trying to, like, you know, you quote. It's like quoting someone, but it's like putting a version of their lyrics in your song, but, like, in the intent of, like, I'm quoting this person, you know. It's whatever. Anyways, though, Jimmy Eat World's the best. American... Bleed American is one of the greatest records of all time. Uh, and I did a cover. If you don't, don't know how you say so, would you mean this thing if it happened? It's on, it's on, wherever you stream music. I learned that you don't say, like, you don't list them off. You just say, like, they're on, it's on every streaming service. And, like, 99% of the time you got shows, there's going to be the 1% like, you don't have it on G-Tunes or whatever. I'm like, what? You know. Anyways, though, let's click the middle. All right. Uh, run, baby, run. Don't ever look back. You tear us apart if you give them a chance. Clearly, check yes, Juliet. Uh, that's a band that's making okay albums right now. Just saying. It's like, and you're like, I don't want them to stop because I'm like, I know that's a paycheck for them, but like, same time, I'm just like. I would, I would, you know, I'd need, there's an emotion, there'd be a problem with me, like, you know, I'd need a break, or, so, Shrek, yes, Juliet, there, no, we want, 
I want some provocative and talkative, but it's so hard when you're shallow as a shower. I know it's the curse of cars. I'm trying to get the melody. I want someone provocative and talkative. It's hard to win. You're shallow as a shower. Uh, shower. Uh, that's like the one I know. Because I know it's not Dirty Little Secret. Uh, I, I know my own worst enemy because I kind of sing with the band. Angel to you, devil to me. I know it's not that one. So, uh, did not, did not get the melody. I want someone provocative and talkative, but it's so hard when you're shallow as a shower. Okay, I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it, folks. Don't worry. I know I'm young, but if I had to choose here or the sun, I know I'm young, but if I had to choose here or the sun, I'd be one nocturnal son of a gun. Don't say to my girlfriend, she's the only one I got. I remember when I first saw that song, I was like, is that Patrick Stump? But <laughs> what is this? Ah, uh, Travis McCoy. What a, what a character. Uh, and I don't ever want to, I don't ever want to be you. Don't want to be just like you. The anthem. Better than the national anthem, which this anthem is a lot better. It's by Good Charlotte, uh, which means they're good. Uh, good Charlotte, like, immediately is like, hey, well, how do you rank Good Charlotte's music? It's good. Like, it's good Charlotte. Like, they set the standards for what they want. They set the standards for what it's going to be. Uh, I'm just built different. Well, I'll tell you, my friend, one day this world's got to end. Now as your lies crumble down, a new life she has found. Fucking face down, Red Jumps Apparatus. Fucking saw them live, I met the lead singer. Uh, there's a picture of me, I, I might be wearing a fedora in it. I think it was 2008. No, it's 2009. It was okay. This was the, that's the only year. If, two, if there was one year, it was the last year in history. It was okay to wear a fedora. After 2010, it was like, you can't wear a fedora anymore. Uh, but anyways, though, there's a picture of me with the lead singer of Red Jumpsuit out there somewhere. Then Red Jumpsuit opened for a band I'm friends with. So it's, 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 life has become very weird. Uh, face down, yep, built different. Uh, I swear I'm right, swear I knew it all along, and I am flying, but I am cleaning up so well. I am seeing in me now the things you swore you saw yourself. It's fucking vindicated. The credits of Spider-Man 2 after Joey Diaz be like, if you want a piece of him, you got to throw us, cocksucker. I assume that's what he said. Uh, and then just they fucking play this one. The first one's like, we're going to play a Nickelback song. We're like, okay. We know it's tough and cool, but it's still like Chad Kroger has an emotional side. Uh, and this one is just fucking emo. Vindicated. I am selfish. I am wrong. I am right. I swear I'm right. Swear I knew it. It's hard to sing that song when you're not crying. You know, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Fucking, it's vindicated. I fucking know that. God damn it. Dashboard confessional. If heaven and hell decide that they both are satisfied, illuminate the nose on their vacancy signs. Uh, it's like fucking Tom on. That's fucking Death Cab for Cutie. Uh, was it Death Cab? <laughs> was it like Death Cab for Cutie in a fucking <laughs> the Postal Service? Like we're going on tour together. <laughs> like this is the same guy. Is it like the one of the guys is in both of them? But it's like. I don't know, that feels rough, though, because it's like, you're playing in two shows, basically. 
uh, you're like, I'm going to count as one show. I'm like, you're playing two shows, my brother. You are playing two shows. Uh, yeah. Death Cat for Cutie, I will follow you into the dark. And so breathe in so deep. <coughs> oh, God damn it. Breathe, wrong. Breathe me in. I'm yours to keep. And hold on to your words. Cause talk is cheap. Remember me tonight in your sleep. It still counts. Cause tonight will be the night that I will fall for you over again. Don't make me change my mind. <laughs> Fucking, we know. I'm done singing that. Fucking coughing halfway through. <laughs> oh my god, dude. Okay. Almost done with this. We got older, but we're still young. We never grew out of this feeling that we won't give up. Fucking best of me. Fucking, it's like a say anything parody. And now I want to do it. And like, you can't do a say anything parody anymore. Hold up a fucking. I have a little JBL speaker for, like, when I take a shower, hold that fucking thing up. God damn it, dude. The say anything analogy doesn't work anymore. It sucks. Uh, it sucks to be, sucks to live in the world. Uh, it really, it really does suck. Uh, there's a place on the corner of Cherry Street. We would walk on the beach in our bare feet. We were both 18 and it felt so right. We've been all day staying up all night. Fucking Ocean Avenue. Like, this is not hard if you you if you like music. Like, you you know all these songs. Uh, so anyways, though. Oh, calculating the results. Let's look here. 100% built different. Wappy, 96% of users. Yeah, that's because I thought knowing a lot about music would make me cool. And it didn't. So, sucks to be me. So that's not all I've done today. <laughs> Fuck, I know I'm emo. But uh, no, I want to talk about the prices Glee. Uh, I booted up my Discovery Plus subscription, and uh, I was looking for something to watch. Uh, and they showed me the price of Glee. Now, the price of Glee is very interesting because I watched Glee. I watched Glee in high school. I graduated high school in 2012. Did not keep up with it after that. That's like, basically, it had to be by the time I ended high school, because I was only really, because it started maybe my sophomore, it was, so, yeah, it started my sophomore year, and I didn't watch it past high school, so, yeah, it was on at the same time as The Office, too, which is weird, because in The Office, they have a Glee watching party, such a, such weird shit, but anyways, though, Glee, Glee, I, I hate to have to say it, but Glee has made an impact on my life, uh, it's not like I'm in love with the show or anything, but when I was in, you know, I was generally when I was in middle school up until Glee exist started existing, like doing music, you know, if you're a guy who's like into music and uh, you know, you that's all it is. Like you, you you're in band, you do choir in high school, like maybe you're really into guitar, you're not really into sports, you know, like, what's what does the school have for you after that, you know? And so you have to like you know, and so when you're a kid who does music, you're just seemed as weird or a nerd and, and stuff like that. And like people think you're weird and like, especially I grew up in the middle of fucking nowhere Midwest. And it's just like being more into music and not doing any sports is just weird. 
to a lot of people. So when Glee came along, it legit just fucking changed everything and made like, hey, if you're in choir, that's cool. You know, that's the thing you like. You know, it's cool. If you're in band, hey, you like doing band. Band's cool and stuff like that. And band also has another its own subculture as well, which with the Internet has gotten more popular. Stuff like that, like now. But if you talk about like and I have friends like maybe three, four years older than me, you know, technically they were in high school a lot of t- a long time before a little bit of time before me. Uh, they they're like, yeah, if you're in choir or in band, like you just got beat up, you know, you're a nerd. That's what happens. You know, it's the shit that happens. It's, it's weird. But then Glee, the fucking show Glee comes on Fox and everyone thinks like band is cool now, playing music is cool, and like doing singing and doing show choir is cool. It just happened out of nowhere. It's crazy. So I'm so it's so weird because like I started with the with the notion of like uh, if you like music you're gay, you know, like if you're a guy and you like music you're gay. If you if you're a guy and sing, you're gay. It's like that's just how it is. Josh, don't quote me, please. Uh but then, like, Glee came along, it's like, oh, it's actually cool to sing. It's no big deal. So, so like, jocks were just like, you know what? I like singing. I'm going to join choir and stuff like that. And I was in high school. I'm like, it, it's so weird to think about that because, you know, you're just assuming, like, if you're, if you're, if you're not musical, then uh, uh, it means you're straight and you get to hang out with straight people. That's how it is. Uh, but then Glee came along. It was just so fucking weird how big of a change it was to, like, Oh, hey, I like music and I like singing, and you know what? If it's embarrassing, I'll do it anyways. To like, yeah, it's it's cool to sing now. It's just so fucking weird. It, it, it's so fucking weird. And like, and I have some fr- and like friends older than me, be just because I was in high school, like mid glee. Like, they're just like, I can't believe like popular kids are in like choir now. Like, it's just so fucking weird. So you know, I don't know how to live life on that occasion, but yeah. But anyways, though, and like, no, I visit, you know, like I've been visiting some local high schools. I'm my old high school. Uh, I visited It's It's been a while actually since I visited, but, uh, I also don't need to because, you know, it's not making me money. Um, like just talking about it, it's like a lot of guys, like they're in classes. They started a guitar class at my high school now. And like a lot, you know, guitars, you know, guys can like guitar it's weirdly equally women and men, you know, or at least the male and the female genders. There might be some non-binaries I didn't notice. Uh, you know, in both classes, it's weird. And then uh, choir, choir, the choir's not lacking in boys. It's n- not lacking in boys for a long time since Glee, is, since Glee made singing cool. Um, anyways, though, I want to talk about apparently the Glee curse is what uh, this documentary uh, talked about it basically if uh, you work you're associated with glee there is a curse now not everyone has the curse but you can get the curse because you worked on this show because you worked on this show and uh that's like the big thing so um anyways though they do talk a lot of, about a lot of behind the scene set people who did die like a lot of them were the unalivings which were not cool unaliving is not cool fellas you're not even a rascal you're a ne'er-do-well if you're into suicide, uh, but like, there's a lot of staff members that like that. And I didn't remember their names because I'm going to be honest with you. I want people to listen to this. I, you know, I'm not going to like do that, but it's that that people behind the scenes were not notably going to be the, the starring act, you know, died because of like the stress of this job or the, the imposable curse on this job. Uh, so 
you know, there's a lot of behind the scene people. I, the they really focused on three people, but with one kind of being something. Uh, Corey Monteith is uh, the first one. So I remember that it was 2013. It was the my summer after my freshman year of college, and that's when he passed away. And I'm like, I wonder how Glee is going to return after this. And I did not think about Glee for a long time. Years passed before I thought about Glee again. And, uh, you know, uh, and I was like, you know, and I remember a friend telling me, he's like, you know, I'm like, like, I don't feel sorry, but, like, at the same time, it's bad that he died. But, like, th- basically, there's a conspiracy behind his death. But, uh, uh, basically, what seems like the most logical, I'm going to talk about first. Then I'll go into the conspiracy theories. Uh, kind of reverse of, uh, a reverse clickbait here, if you want to talk about. Uh, that he basically, basically what happened, the real story. So, Corey basically, Corey was not like a musician. He wasn't a singer. He wasn't a Broadway kid. He wasn't an actor. Uh, he basically is like the idea of just like some random guy from nowhere becoming a movie star. Uh, basically like that. So basically he was tossed in the room with that. And, that, and so you've got this role on Glee. Now, at first you think it's an acting job. So, you know, there's long hours and there's this stuff like that that goes on with it. But you can, you can live, you can survive and stuff like that. There's, you can live with the stress, you know. Uh, assuming the situation, uh, it's a d- good situation. Uh, basically, he had that, but he also had to learn music. Like, get in mind, like he's not a professional singer. Like, the thing, like the, the real thing with professional singers, isn't like, oh, I can play this song. It's oh, I can play this song, uh, even though I did not know it thirty minutes ago. I can play this song now. Uh, that's the thing with a professional musician. And, you know, the Broadway kids, you know, that, like, yep, yeah, we rehearse it, we rehearse it, we're good. But, like, as a normie in the music industry, like, in music shit like that, it's pretty fucking rough, dude. So I feel for him there. So he had that. So he had music stuff. That means he had to learn songs. He had to learn how to sing songs. He had to go into the studio, record songs. And if the studio, you know, the producer's like, we got to get this so fucking perfect, uh, it could take a while there. Like, especially if you don't really... If you're like Corey Monteith, and I say this in a way that he did a good job, but didn't know what he was doing, in a sense. It's just like, you know, like for me, it's like, hey, I need you to play bass for me. Three songs, hear the songs, learn those bass parts for me. It's like, it's pretty quick. I can probably learn it maybe an hour. Like the three songs, I could probably learn it in an hour. It's easy in an hour. But if you're not like that, you know, I've been doing this uh, my whole life. And uh, since I'm 13 and I'm almost 30. Uh, like a guy like Corey Monteith is just going to struggle and I feel so bad for him. Uh, and so like people assume because of that stress, Oh, and don't forget he's an actor on top of a musician, like in like just filming things, you know, it's like one camera and you're like, Hey, you notice in a scene when it's like one person's face and there's another person's face and it's both of them staying together, then behind one's back and at different angles. Those were all shot into it like different times. So that's like doing the same scene like 13 times maybe or or whatever, however many a director needs. And it's like, you do that, and it's just, you know, to get through, like, even, like, a 15-minute short film takes a long time to make. And, like, you're talking about episodes of stuff. Pretty fucking crazy. So, basically, people are like, okay, he went back to drugs because of the, uh, because of the stress, and then he overdosed in a motel. That's basically how we talk about Corey Monteith. And, uh, yeah, and I, I generally just fall with that, you know, it's just, it makes sense because I understand the stress of like what he would have to do and people were like, Oh, that makes, if you're, if you know what you're doing, you're good. I'm like, 
yeah, if you know what you're doing, you can handle doing that. You It's basically like drinking. You built up a tolerance to be able to do that. Basically, like, go in, learn a song, learn choreography, uh, start filming scenes, go into the studio, record. It's like that stuff is just, you know, vicious. And so I believe that other people believe there's a conspiracy theory here that someone got to him and they used that he was actually been cleaned for a long time because he was didn't, no one ever seemed that he was in a bad mood or like was in bad condition or whatever. So there's a theory about that, but I don't know what to do. I don't know what to tell you uh, unless I get some good evidence, you know. But the weird thing was like Leah Michelle was like she was given three options. She was given the options, so you could take uh, we could what was it so here are it's the weird these weird these options that Leah Michelle took. So, like, okay, we can take a hiatus from the show, maybe, like, six months or whatever, then we can come back, you know, and then figure everything from here. Just make things good. Uh, another option is we just cancel the show altogether because, like, you know, like, can we do a show without Finn? Uh, that was the other option. And the other option, uh, so it's cancel the show, take a hiatus. The third option, uh, just, just go on with our normal schedule. So it's like, you know, like a week or so after he passed away, and, and then everyone comes back and, like, feel awkward. That's what Leah Michelle chose, and she got to choose that because I think at that point she was the star of the show, which was so... The hiatus is the perfect answer. If they wanted to continue the show, the hiatus was the perfect answer, not continue going. So then it apparently it got weird. I was not watching the show at this point. This show... At this point, I think the show died with Corey Monteith. Like, and then they kind of... because. You know, you're following a group of kids, and they graduate high school, and they try to add new people into the group, and it just doesn't, you know, it doesn't work the same, you know? It's like, oh, I like these, it's like, people realize that you like a show because of characters. This is the type of guy you get. So, like, you have to really follow that as well, so... Uh, that's the thing with Finn, and that's the weird thing with Leah Michelle. and also, can Leah Michelle read? Uh, the answer is, we don't know, but... It still could be a yes. You know, it's like, we don't know, but it's probably, it could be a yes still. It's like, you can't say no specifically. That, that is correct. Uh, the other, the other, this is, this, this guy, Mark Salling, he played Puck on the show. He is a rascal. This dude is a rascal. If you want to him, he played Puck and uh, basically seemed like the, the personalities of every character on the show was like they like the writers room took the personalities of every character like they didn't write those characters and just like wrote them how they are and how they would interact in real life if they were in high school together and this dude he's like he he fucks anything he likes underage girls uh he got a girl pregnant in high school like that's what this on the show uh, even on the show, they had like a childborn, a weird childborn thing, because like he was making a sex tape with like another seventeen-year-old, you know, just to like make it like not feel weird. Uh, but anyways, though, they like based the character way too hard off the uh, off Mark. Uh, Come on, Mark, don't be stingy. Good, we got the opportunity to use it, uh, and it's crazy. And basically, if you don't know what Mark Sowling did, uh, he has one allegation of beating the shit out of an ex-girlfriend. And uh, he was caught with child porn, so it's not a good guy, anyways. Uh, he unalived he unalived himself, uh, and uh, you know, uh, he unalived himself, and uh, that's not funny. Don't laugh. Unaliving yourself is not funny. Uh, but I kind of understand why. And people are saying it's the Glee curse. I think it's. Uh, something very dark, and I don't want to get into it. 
Uh, but our third character in, in the story is Naira Vera. She played that one character. <laughs> I can't remember. Uh, but she was gay with the other cheerleader and stuff like that. Uh, but it was really cool. Santana, that's what she played. I'm like, I'm fucking stupid. Uh, that's rough, buddy. But uh, so we got like that. And she, basically what happened, uh, from what I'm re- reading here, uh, she's on a boat with her child and uh, they got caught in a rip current struggled to get back to the boat. She mustered up enough energy to save her child but then died in the process. But some people think it could be a little flat foul play because uh, she was a really good swimmer. I don't know. Uh, that's rough, buddy. That's all I can say in regards to that. It was, it was, I mean, like that. I don't think, I hope no one tried to kill her, stuff like that. That wouldn't be cool, like especially with your child. Uh, but anyways, though. Uh, Glee curse is it real? I don't. I don't fucking know. Don't ask me. Uh, I will not give you a good answer. And uh, that's the way it is. Have you ever cracked open a cold one with the boys? The vibes are on. Then all of a sudden, you are out of cold ones. Though the vibes are still on, the vibes will soon go off because you are out of cold ones. There's no need to drive when you're under the vibes. That's why today's sponsor, Drizzly, is here to make sure that the vibes continue. Drizzly gets all your favorite beer, seltzer, wine, whiskey, and much more delivered directly to your home. With their easy-to-use mobile app, we are getting one step closer to never leaving our homes. You know it's a saying something when it's being praised as the Amazon for liquor. Drizzly is my go-to app for getting all the booze I need so I can do other things. So using our link in the description today, you can save $5 off your first purchase through Drizzly. Drizzly has proprietary ID verification technology that it provides to its retail partners that allows drivers to scan IDs for more than a barcode to make sure the purchaser is over 21 years old in the U.S. and of legal drinking age in Canada. Retailers on Drizzly may have a minimum order or delivery fee. So using our link in the description, get $5 off your first order with Drizzly. And remember, when you use our links, you directly support this show. You're not a boomer who still goes to what our ancient civilizations called a store. You buy everything on the internet like a modern individual. What if I could tell you that you could be saving more on your purchases by only making a few clicks on your computer? That's where today's sponsor, Honey, will change your life. Honey is a free browser extension you can download using the link in our description of this episode. Honey searches the entire internet for promo code, coupon codes, free shipping, and anything else that will save you money when buying things online. It's 100% free and at no point will you have to pay for it with all of those many, many microtransactions. It's as simple as pressing a single button and you can start saving money. Not using Honey is basically throwing money away that could be saved for more important things. I recently had to get business cards uh, for myself and Honey literally saved me 60% on uh, like a pack of 500 business cards. It was amazing. Add the Honey extension to your browser today for free by using the link in our description of this episode. And when you support, uh, when you use our links, you directly support this show. Oh, it's time for our segment called Oh No, Our Table, formerly known as Ask Shweezy, where I go and ask people questions about their problems, life, and all. So that's where we are today. Um, Today, what I will be doing is answering your questions. I do every episode. I answer everyone's questions. I'm not. I'm not that. I'm not stingy. Come on, Mark. Don't be stingy. Uh, about shit like that. Anyways, though, let's let's, uh, let's just jump into it. Gotta see what's going on here. 
How can I force myself to swallow my boyfriend's cum if I want to throw out from it? I love, I love language differences. My boyfriend literally forces me to do it, but I just can't. He says he doesn't feel satisfied if he don't come in my mouth. I hate the smell of it, and it looks, reminds me of slime. What can I do to pleasure him? So, so like, reading that, like, there's an initial response in me that's like, uh, this is, and I've, I think this is where I am normal, and my normal response would be, uh, break up with him, like if he's forcing you to do something you don't want to do. Um, if that's the case, do do that advice that I'm giving you right now. Get re- get get away from him, get rid of him, get him out of your life. But if it's like one of those things, like he he really wants me to do it, and I, and it's like I don't like it, and I'm trying to, I want to do it for him because I love him and stuff like that. Hopefully that's the case. And you know what? Cancel Sweezy is all about pretending what? and uh, manifesting a life that's unrealistic for you. Uh, so I'm going to assume that you want to do it for him. The doing it isn't the problem. It's the idea of getting through it. So that's the idea. So here is uh, apparently something I did read. Um, come in your mouth. So... I assume he says he doesn't feel satisfied. I think, you know, I, I think I, I'm going to hope this is a good partner dispute. Like, you want to help him, but you want to get through it, you know, stuff like that. You know, it, it happens, and I get what you're trying to say here. You hate the smell of it, and it looks, reminds me of slime. I want to make an honest opinion with you. Don't look at it. That If that's the issue, then you're good. But I feel like there's more. There's probably tastes and... Uh, and, and multiple things of swallowing, something like that, you know? And one thing I do have to say, though, is, fellas, if your idea is for her to be doing that shit, you better be fucking reciprocating. That fucking tuna water better be slushing all over your face, okay? If that's not who you are, then you're not who this podcast needs you to be. And that's honestly more of a problem than any other thing we do here. Um, one thing I would suggest, if it's like uh, looking at it, don't look at it. Just don't look at it. Assume it's something else. Trick your mind into thinking it's something else. That's going to be one of the best things you can do. Um, taste. I, I have... Um, what? I have done actually some uh, research into it. Uh, and this I was like... Because, like, porn stars will tell you, and, you know, they're, they're swallowing cum all the time, and it's just, like, they're swallowing cum for money. And, honestly, if you're going to swallow cum, uh, unless it's for, you know, someone you love, make money off it. <laughs> that's, that's a good thing, you know. You know what I'm saying? Um, and stuff like that. The boyfriend's cum. Um... Basically, what I have learned, like, diet does. That's the long story short. Yeah, the diet does into it. And I looked up, like, I just Googled, you know, I was like, what food makes your jizz taste bad? And uh, it's a lot of stuff I eat. And a lot of times it happens when alcohol has been consumed into my body. So that is not good. Um, uh, pineapple juice, I hear, is good. And I saw, like, a TikTok of a woman, she's like, when he cancels at the last minute, but you drank two two liters of pineapple juice with that like, If she told me, like, 
was like, hey, I'm so sorry I have to kill him. I like think because I don't, I hate being a flicky person, so it has to be like a real situation. She's like, God damn it, I drank two liters of pineapple juice for nothing. I'm like, hey, guess what? We're gonna, we're gonna figure things out. Let me figure this out and I'm gonna come to you. You know, some that's like effort someone put in specifically for you. Like, that's nice. You, you gotta give, gotta give it for a courtesy. Um, so that's my answer to the question. Why do some men like to come on a woman's face? I identify as a fucking threat. Okay. Uh, <laughs> just trying to fucking gather my brain cells here. I'm trying to give you like a reasoning, like a mental reasoning why we like it. It's just like, first of all, it's just, it's just, I mean, the idea is, I mean, like, there's some porn that it generally makes me laugh, and it's like how it ends. It's like, uh, oh no, it's 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 just blowjob porn, and it's it's my favorite uh, ending for any blowjob porno. Uh, it's like, uh, she's given a blowjob, and then the guy comes, and he's and she's like upset. You came in my mouth, <laughs> and then the guy's got out. Where else I was supposed to? It's kind of, it's just kind of right there, you know. Like it's like because with the like you know if you're having real sex, like if you pull out, it's like it's to prevent pregnancy. Like it's on the stomach or whatever, you know. It's because you don't want to get her pregnant. Like you pull out, you don't leave it inside. Just in, so, even if she's like, I'm, you know, I have the bright gear, like just in case, you know, stuff like that. Unless you're Drake, then you just fucking put hot sauce on it. Uh, but anyways, though, besides it being funny, um, what things do I actually think? Um, I mean, so one thing, um, and I don't know if this is a good excuse, but like, you know, like how Ben see romance movies and they assume like, oh, this is how a woman wants to be treated. And so they try to do that shit. Um, if you if you want to, like, please a man, porn, like 100 percent, like if you're like, I just can't get my boyfriend or husband attracted to me again, like. Watch some porn, figure out their porn search history, uh, figure out a way you could do something in the porn search history. Things are going to be a lot better. I'm telling you, ladies, that's easy. Porn porn does it, and it's just fun. Uh, obviously, I think I mentioned uh, no pregnancy. Um, if there is a dominance thing, like I know a lot of women like being like submissive you know, to men uh, and submissive to a specific man. That's the, I think that's the real answer, fellas. They'll be like, women like being dominated, I'm like by the right person. That needs to be it. So uh, it's a kind of thing like that. Uh, clean. I, some I, I thought clean up maybe, but it's like just paper towel of the face, and it's like if you put like hundreds of dollars of makeup on, it's ruined. <laughs> that's that also makes it funny. So a lot of, sometimes it's funny, um, but other times it's I don't know. Uh, you know, and blowjobs, if you don't want it in your mouth, you know, that's a good question with the first one. Like, if you don't like a blowjob in your, if you don't like cum in your mouth, cum in your face is that much better, you know? It's fun, handiwork, and it's like, you know, and I, I wish women saw it as, like, this is my achievement. Uh, you know, I turned this man on so much, he spilled his seed. And that's one way I wish I think, I don't think women are going to ever think about it like that. 
because uh, women are not men. But, like, if women see it as, like, this is my accomplishment, you know, it's, like, two seconds and he, he finished and it's, like, I'm that good. You know, that's that's spectacle. Or that guy's weak. I don't know. Or that guy's not depressed and he's not on antidepressants. So, because if you date a guy on antidepressants, ladies, I'm telling you, he's going to last in bed. Will he come? Question mark. But will you be satisfied in bed? Man proposes and God disposes. Best answer I can give you. How to start dating as a zero-experienced 22-year-old woman. I've never been on a date or a relationship, only kissed a guy once when I was 18. How should I start getting into the dating world? Is dating apps a good idea? Will my age and lack of experience creep people out? Um, so I'm going to give you a doubt. You're 22 years old. I don't know if you're still in college, but like, I don't know. I always thought like college meeting people was so, meeting people was so fucking easy. Stuff like that. And I feel like college was my main, I think college, you know, we're talking about like the eras of Shweezy. The, one of the Shweezy eras was like not taking hints from women who wanted to fuck you. Like, I thought, I remembered another one today. I think I've told the story before of, like, I walked a woman home to her apartment to make sure she was safe, and she said, you want to come inside? And I said, nah, I'm just going to go home. I just fucking did not see it as, like, a, a banging thing, you know? Uh, so that's weird. Uh, so that's one thing. But if you're still in college, like, you got to go out. You got to do things. Like, you see, like, yada, yada, yada here. Uh, that's what you do. But that's just one thing I'm, I'm assuming if you're in college. But if you want to know the real solution to all this, you're 22 years old. So I know this is perfect for you. Here's the actual th- solution. Ladies, if you want a boyfriend, I'm not saying they're going to be the greatest boyfriend ever. But I'm saying if you need a boyfriend who's pretty good. And honestly, when you come to dating and finding your soulmate, pretty good is pretty Pretty needed, you know, sometimes. Uh, pretty good. You're like, perfect. He's not perfect. Uh, he's close to great, but he's pretty good. Like, he's basically on the cusp of being good and pretty great, you know. Here's what you need to do. You go to a game store. A game store where they do things like Magic Gathering. They have Magic Gathering. Stuff like that. People go there to hang out and try to do Magic Gathering games and stuff like that. I've never played the game. But I'm not knocking it. I'm not knocking it. I'm just saying the game exists. So, uh, basically, you as a woman would go to the table, watch someone play that. Assuming, like, go to somewhere, you know, you think a crowd will be at. And all you have to say is, I've always wanted to learn Magic the Gathering, but I've just never had anyone to teach me. Uh, You will be swarmed by guys the moment after you say that. Uh, So then you have a lot of guys. Find one that doesn't smell. That is the answer. You got to find one that does not smell because uh, that's going to be the ones you want to do because if they can take a shower, they probably do other things too. They're just like kind of awkward and not really talkative around other girls. A couple days later, you get his contact information. He's going to be like, guess what? I'm in love with you. So that's how you find a a man, ladies. Uh, Will he be the greatest man on earth? No, but... I do guarantee, I do tell you the most important step is that does he smell okay? Because if he smells okay, that means he does shower and take care of his hygiene. 
And hygiene is one of those things you, I think you you come in with and you can't change. That's that's just something in dating. But Twenty two, I think you're gonna be fine. So I hope you don't worry about it that much because uh, you're probably you're probably fine. But like the game store, if you need a man, go to the game store. Those kind of game stores, you know what I'm talking about, people. Those kind of game stores, and, I, and honestly, I love it. I went to one in uh, St. Joseph, Missouri, where I was born, but I was there. Uh, I, I bought a base that day, and uh, I went to a game store. I bought, I bought, uh, I bought a game from like my Switch or whatever because I wanted to support. And they're like, "You want to join our rewards program?" I'm like, "Man, I'm not from here." <laughs> I'm like, you know, just like just let them know. I'm like, "Hey, I'm not trying to avoid you, but I'm not from here." So it's like chances of me coming to the store regularly. It's not gonna be not gonna be good. Masturbation equal longer lasting longer during sex. Hey, I have a question. Does masturbation affect how long I last in the bed or not? When I'm not masturbate for a few days and I have sex with my girlfriend, let's say one week after zero masturbation, I'm very horny, but I also won't last that long. When I masturbate and then the next day I have sex with her, it's hard to tell if I last longer, but I, I'm definitely not that horny. It's not that good having sex. I don't know. I see a lot of people saying that they masturbate even hours before sex, for example, last longer in bed later. Is it true or masturbation does not affect how long you last in bed? I feel like I read a clutter of words. So the main question I guess I'm getting here is that uh, does masturbation affect how long you last in the bedroom? So, um... And I will say, as a person, um, and, I, and I do tell people, I can last longer in the bedroom, and I'm not bragging, it's that I'm taking very heavy antidepressants, and that's the only reason why, and sometimes it's not even, like, it's 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 a rough experience, I'm just telling you folks, but me as a guy, though, like, I, I still try to masturbate, you know, I want to check that prostate health, you know what I'm saying, um, but no, I do think, you know, I think there is at least something to say about, like, so the, the idea is that, and I've done this too, so, like, don't act like I'm trying to be better than anyone else, that if you jerk off, so say, like, okay, I have a date at 8 p.m., 4 p.m., 5 p.m., you jerk off, you know, you know, because, I mean, I'm almost 30, so if you get to, when, by the time you get to my age, I'm like, once a day, is plenty. Like, you don't need to be jerking off more than once a day at this point, unless you're really, you're on a, like, a really bored vacation type of thing. But at that time, it's like, as a man, you're like, you need to be doing shit. Come on, Mark, don't be stingy. Like, you need to be doing shit with your life if, like, you have time to masturbate more than once a day. Like, you know, unless, like, you know, minus vacations or whatever. Um, but yeah, no, like, if you've ever had to jack off to... Set, okay, jack up at 5 p.m., you know, just jack up at 5 p.m., release, mark that time down, and then, you know, mark the time down two hours later how long it takes you, you know, if you, like, time it out. It's going to take a lot longer just because, like, your balls have to, like, you know, pee is stored in the balls, obviously, but, like, it still has to generate more, you know, generate more urine and more semen. Like, semen's in one of the balls, but uh, pee is stored because there's the balls and there's balls inside the balls, and that's where the semen is, but then pee is stored everywhere else, and that's why sometimes your your ball sack is light, and sometimes it's really heavy, you know? 
pee is stored in the balls. That's I guess that's all that matters uh, in this question. Uh, but yeah, no, I I do feel I do. F- I don't know. I'm just saying benefit of the doubt. Benefit of the doubt. It should help you last longer. And someone's like, well, it really only helps like three seconds longer or something like that. Someone's going to like do that study. I'm like, you know what? It's still longer. So figure it out yourself. You know. Do men truly fall in love? I know this sounds weird or bad, possibly even ignorant, but due to interesting experiences in life, I've never really had a guy be truly in love with me with me or my mom, sisters, etc. I really don't mean anyone to get upset by this question. I really just don't know. I'm 17 years old and a female. Okay. Thank you for telling me who you are and your men. Um... So the answer is, do men truly fall in love? The answer is yes. Men do fall in love with women. I, I think that's possible. And, you know, it's like men want to do these things all the time. And But, like, all the things, like, and the needs or thing or whatever, you know. It's like, I want to play video games. I want to eat food. But I want I want a vagina to love forever. I want a woman attached to a vagina to love forever. I hope you don't. It's supposed to be a good thing. I think falling in love is a good thing. And I think, you know, I think that, you know, random sex is okay. I think, you know, one night stands are okay. But I, I have to say, when you like the person you're having sex with, it's a lot more fun. <laughs> it's a lot more fun. Uh, you know, because you're just like, I'm goofing around. Uh, so yeah, I think men do fall in love. Uh, but I do want to go to why you're questioning why you think men, uh, can't fall in love. Like, you're just like, I don't think men have the capacity to do this. That's a question I think you have. And honestly, I think the question I really got to say is, um, you sound like your mom, your sister, like, and probably your biological dad and, and stuff like that. Uh, they have boyfriends or whatever that are pretty fucking shitty. Even your father may be pretty fucking shitty. And some guys are pretty fucking shitty. And, uh, that's the thing though. Like you, uh, have to be a fucking grown ass adult. Uh, you're 17, but you're about to be an adult and you have to fucking understand, uh, that some people fucking suck. And, uh, when you realize, and some people take a lot of time to figure out like, yeah, some people fucking suck. And uh, you live your life. This is the type of guy you get. Knowing that uh, you just have to learn that they're going to get what's coming to them. And uh, basically, uh, your mom, your sister, and your etceteras are dating fucking nonsense people. And uh, the best way for them to cure that problem, and maybe even for you to cure that problem, is uh, don't date nonsense people. Nonsense people are probably the reason for your problem. Uh, like, I, I could think of, I just love thinking about stories about, like, people are, like, complaining about their boyfriends, you know. Yeah, that's turned to girlfriends telling me about complaining about their boyfriends and me being like, maybe I could be, you know, like that. And I'm like, oh, okay. It sounds like you, you have problems. You have a problem liking shitty guys and maybe... Maybe we should figure out why you like fucking shitty guys. I think that's probably a family thing. I'm gonna let you figure out in that family. So because I don't, I don't really give a shit about being involved in that shit. So.
Why do some men skip foreplay? Let's just jump into it. Cool stuff. Slick stuff. God, no, I need someone sad. I need someone sad. That's rough, buddy. Okay. Y'all know me. I'm the foreplay king. I am Shweezy, but you've heard of me before as the foreplay king. I am the foreplay king, and people are like, you just gave that name to yourself. I'm like, first of all, I will guaranteedly tell you I did not give that name to myself. I would. That's not a name someone gives themselves. 4PK, find me wherever you need me. But uh, why men skip foreplay? You know, I'm a big fan of foreplay. I think it's because I'm lazy, and foreplay can involve music and TV. My two loves in life. Watching things on a television, but now I watch, I, but now I got a projector now. So, like, I watch everything on a projector. Watching things and listening to things. Like, those are the two things I love. So, when I do foreplay, that's one reason I think that makes me the foreplay king. Because even during foreplay, I'm enjoying myself. That what, that's what makes me being built different. Uh, but why men do it? You need to watch a some. If you want to understand why men, so if like for the the ladies out there, foreplay is integral to get them going full throttle into sex. Uh, you know, as our friend this is says. The type of guy you get. Uh, but when we get to you know, that's why. But when we get to men, what men need to get ready for sex is like uh, every porn ever existed. Like he's like, are you gonna clean this pool? I don't know if I like you cleaning my pool. I'm sorry, I can't clean your pool. I'm just so horny. And I was like, well, if you're so horny, maybe I can help you out with that. I like that. And she sucks his dick, and they have sex, you know? Like, that's how men want sex. And it's just like every ridiculous story, and it's like, you know, there there is reason, like, hey, if I fuck this person while I'm married to this person, like, it's a bad idea. We don't do it. But, like, that's our, like, fantasies, you know? Porn is the male fantasy. That's, like, you know, if you think about it, it's, like, a woman's, like, you know, weird romance novel. So, stuff like that. And, uh, in the man fantasy that is porn, uh, foreplay does not exist. And it's just, like, she pulls your dick out and starts sucking it. That's, that's foreplay for men. Uh, Come on, Mark, don't be stingy. That is foreplay for men, and I think that's the really... Really, the only way you can really describe it is, is uh, it's just fucking that uh, uh, he's standing there, he's wearing jeans, you unzip his jeans, you pull out his dick, you put it in your mouth. Like, that is foreplay for men. So, like, theoretically for women, what women consider foreplay, women really are the ones who get to decide foreplay. But I am the king, so I could change those rules at any time. Uh, this is the type of guy. This is the type of guy you get. I mean, that's like for real. At this point. Um, but anyways, though, I hope that's a good answer on foreplay. From the foreplay king. Here's our last question. Let's get into it, okay? Is 85 hours of video games in two weeks too much? I'm trying to gauge how much is standard at what point I should cut back. Honestly, I can't think of where else to post this question. Please suggest a, a place if there is a better fit. Um, so, yeah, I guess I'm just going to have a uh, just a quick guess. So, I do think, like, I, I'm going to make a guess. You're a man. So, I'm just, just going to say you're a guy. 
because uh, I don't know. I have a magic power of guessing at least getting close to the gender of the poster of the question I have. So 85 powers. So let's think about this here. So there's 24 hours in a week. All right, we're gonna we're gonna answer some we're gonna do some math here on the fucking iPad. Uh, so there's okay. So there's how many? There's four. That's not fucking four. Twenty four times seven. I gotta remember that. Uh, twenty four times seven. I think that's 168. So 168. I'm not doing this fucking. I'm not fucking. I was like, I'm doing math for a second. I'm like, I'm not going to do that. Uh, 85 hours. So considering you're supposed to work 40 hours a week in the 40 hour work schedule, it's supposed to be a eight hours of work, eight hours of rest, eight hours of free time in, in those hours. Um, you're spending a lot of time playing video games. I think that's all I really have to say for your brother. Uh, and, uh, yeah, it's a lot of hours in a video game, 85 hours a week. Uh, if your sleep schedule is all right, if you, if you feel bad sleeping, uh, I could probably get you, like, you, maybe you need some help there. Uh, but I don't know. The thing with, like, thing, I like playing video games, but I try to, like, be social, you know, and, like, I have a friend, like, he plays video games, and, like, the main reason he plays video games for the, most of the time is to, like, talk to his son that he can't talk to because it's a weird, it's a weird fucking situation. Um, so, like, that, like, he talks to his son then. When I play video games, it's like, I just want to do something and, like, have something on my mind and stuff like that. Uh, during COVID, it really took over my life because I'm like, well, I can't do music. Maybe I'll try being a video game guy. And I really, yeah, I just really like video games, so stuff like that. 85 hours, and it's more of, there's a lot of questions you have to go to. Is your hygiene good? Are you taking care of your hygiene? Are you taking care of yourself? Take care of yourself. Um, are you talking to people? Are you Like, that's a very good thing. Like, are you going out talking to people? Are you making money to be able to live, you know? A good question, and stuff like that. You know, are you making that money to stay alive? Are you getting vitamin D? I've been very weird about vitamin D. It's just like... If we don't have that, like, I don't know, like, we have to take supplements. The, apparently, the vitamin D supplements suck. And it's like the other solution, I'm like, you want to just fucking go outside? <laughs> I don't fucking know. Um, so that's the thing. So it, it, you have to realize, like, are you, like, shunning things out of your life, like, good things out of your life because of, like, are you losing friends? Are you losing family because of this is an addiction? I do see, like, the number 85 is a lot, but. Like, it has to be up to you. It's like, instead of, like, watching hours and hours of Netflix, do you just sit there and play video games? Because it's the same thing, you know? It's just, like, one's making you use your mind, one's not. Uh, but, like, I don't know. I also stream video games on Twitch, so I don't really have the authority to be like, video games are bad, but I like playing video games, and I want you to watch me playing video games. And I don't know. I feel like there it's, it's similar watching TV and playing video games, I feel like should be in the same boat. And you're like, oh, you watch 30 hours of television? I'm like, I'd be like, I watched the entire season of a fucking show. You know, uh, that's what I meant. This is the type of guy you get. So, yeah. <sighs> 
Anyways, though, that's how we're ending this episode of Cancel Sweezy. We made it through. Uh, I had a friend had me like, I got some new weed. You want to try it? And I was like, yeah. And we sat on solo at his house, and I was like shaking in the floor. And it's like 1.30 in the morning because I'm like, I can't get home until like this weed settles. I'm like, usually I like to smoke some, drive home, you know, and then just like enjoy my night. And uh, I should not have done this on a podcast night. That's very, that's very awesome. Anyways, though, uh, thank you for tuning in to Cancel Schwizzy, better known as the Lord's Trademark Favorite Podcast. Follow us on social media at the Schweezy. Follow my music under Schweezy. Just take the cancel out of cancel Schweezy. That's how you spell it. Twitch.tv slash the Schweezy. If you have an Amazon Prime account, connect it to your Twitch account and make sure you are subscribing instead of doing the free follow because you can financially support us like you can on Patreon, where it's our great tip jar right now. And a great way to say, as the Golden Girls, thank you for being a friend. And uh, video and audio people, make sure you're checking our YouTube page, checking our highlights, and make sure you're subscribing over there on the video page as well. We really do need your help. And uh, staying on your audio pages, leave us a 5432 or one star rating and a review as well. So, uh, this is the type of guy you get. I'll give you a butt drugs. And on the beach, I'm selling you stay awesome. Believe it or not, Schweg isn't at home. Please leave a message at the beep. I must be out, or I'd pick up the phone. Where could I be? Believe it or not, I'm not home. You just finished a full episode of Cancel Sweezy. You are now one of the smartest individuals who will ever exist in our world. Uh, if you like that episode, make sure you subscribe, whether you're watching this show or listening to the show, make sure you subscribe. That way you get notified whenever we release full new episodes as well. And if you're on YouTube, smash that bell button. That way you get notified anytime we make a post over here on YouTube. Uh, honk if you love butt drugs, and uh, yeah, stay awesome.